Hello, and welcome to Saddleback Valley Shares. I'm Mark Perez, Director of Communications and Administrative Services for the District. Thank you for joining us today. On today's episode of Saddleback Valley Shares, we're going to be talking about something that's very timely now in December, and that is the SVUSD School Choice Intradistrict Transfer Process. We wanted to go ahead and give you some information on that because we know sometimes people get confused between the intra-district and the inter-district transfer process. So we have our Director of Student Services, Dr. Francis Dizon, joining us today. Hello, Dr. Dizon. Hello, thanks for having me. Of course. Dr. Dizon's office is the department that oversees this process, and so we wanted to bring him in here so he could explain to our listeners what it's all about and how it works and hopefully clarify some questions and confusion that may be out there. So thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule, Dr. Dizon. Uh, So like I told our listeners, this is really for intra-district transfer. So can you just break down very simplistically what this process is about, who it's for, and how it works? Yes, so the school choice intra-district process is for families that reside within the district but would like the opportunity to attend a school other than the school that they are assigned to based on their residence. This is not to be confused with the inter-district transfer process, which is students wanting to attend Saddleback that live outside the district or students that live within the district that want to be released and attend another district. So the school choice intra-district process uh, is a window that we will be opening up in January for the secondary students entering 7th through 12th grade, and then in the month of February, which I'll get more detailed on the specific dates, is for the elementary aged students. Okay, great. So just to underscore what you just said, this process is for families that are already living within our school district boundaries, correct? So let's say I live in Mission Viejo and my school attendance is supposed to be, let's say, De Portola Elementary, for example, right? One of our elementary schools. Uh, but let's just say for some reason, I would like my son or daughter to go to another school within our district, let's say Valencia Elementary. Um, this is the process that I would follow. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Do I need to do that as as a listener, if I have a family of, let's say, three children and they're all at one school and I want them all to go to another, is that a process that I need to do with each individual student or how does that work? That's correct. So uh, an application must be submitted for each child. We do, on some occasions, have families in which some children attend different schools and ver- in Families may have their various reasons as to why certain kids will be attending one school versus the other. So we don't want to assume that all the kids will be attending the same school. So each student needs to have an application submitted for them if the parents would like for their for that child to attend a different school that they're assigned to. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. Another question that you probably get pretty often is if I went ahead and choiced uh, this year and I my student was supposed to go again, let's just for consistency, was supposed to go to De Portola and uh, during this time last year, I went ahead and went through the process and my student was accepted to Valencia and my student is at Valencia this year. Do I need to continue this process every year until my student is done with that school or is it a one and done type of situation? No, once you have gotten into, if you've been approved to the school of your choice, you no longer need to apply for choice every single year you can continue to attend that school until the end of that level. So if you've choiced into a school in the middle of elementary school, you no longer have to submit an application every February. 
uh, you, your child can finish out there until the end of sixth grade without uh, without submitting another application. Same with seventh and eighth grade, and same with ninth through twelfth grade. So it's in effect until the end of that level. That's correct. Okay, great. Um, so then let's go ahead and talk about the dates on when these are open. So it's different for secondary, and just for our listeners, defining secondary is seventh through twelfth grade. Elementary would be kindergarten through sixth. So can you tell us what those windows are? And then what does that process look like? Let's just say I already know that I want to transfer one of my students or try to transfer one of my students. What does the process look like? So on the school district website, uh, when you go to svosd.org school choice, there is a link on the slider. Go ahead and click on that link and it takes you to a web page to an online based application. So applications for school choice are only done online. So if you have access to the internet or a computer at home, you can do so from from the comfort of your home, or you can come into the district office reception or your school's front office where there will be laptops or Chromebooks available for you to complete that application during your window. Okay, and is there anything I need to do before that? Do Is it required of me to maybe go make an appointment with the principal, take a school tour? Are there requirements before I can fill out that application? There are no requirements uh, to fill out that application. You may do that at any time, and the applications will be uh, collected as they are submitted between the, the dates for each respective window. So then is it a first-come, first-served basis type of program, or how does that work? So the, when the application is completed and submitted, has no bearing on the lottery process for your uh, chance to get into the school of your choice. Okay, so that just actually went into what I was going to ask you next. How is it determined who is allowed to transfer and who isn't? And it sounds like it's through lottery system. That's correct. So per our board policy in line with education code, we've outlined certain priorities to give uh, to certain individuals. Siblings, if there's a sibling at a, at a particular school, they also get a priority to have a younger or maybe even an older sibling to attend that same school that they are concurrently going to be enrolled with. Um, there's also some schools that are um, option areas that they can choose. And so those have the top priority first. After that, it's an open field, so to speak, type of lottery. And when the applications are submitted, it exports to an Excel spreadsheet. And then we just run the random number algorithm that's embedded in that program to do the random number lottery assignments. So it's done as fairly as possible, it sounds Uh, like. Yes. Okay, fantastic. If I am not able to get into my school of choice, is there a waiting list or an appeal process? Or that's pretty much the end of it. I've had my shot. I didn't get the lottery. And so I'm going to stick to my resident school. Is that how that works? Yeah, there's no, unfortunately, no appeals process. And that's part of the reason as to why we also do not have fields on the application for parents to submit why they think their child should be considered or given a higher priority for uh for selection is because it's done completely blind and um, as fair as possible. So then I don't have to have a justifiable reason to go ahead and even put my name in the lottery. If I just decide, you know what, I like the way that school looks better aesthetically. I just, that's the only reason I have that. That's fine. I don't even have to really give a justification. No, we don't even, we don't even allow the opportunity for, for parents to provide reasons as to why they want to go to that school or why they think their application should be considered um, as an exceptional circumstance to be approved outside of the lottery process. So that's to ensure fairness and equity for all applicants. Okay. And another question is, if I wasn't able to get into my school of choice this year, am I allowed to continue to try doing that until I do? Or is it a one and done again? I've tried it one time and now I'm not allowed to try again, or it doesn't work. How does that work? You may apply for school choice within the window every single year, whether you've 
been denied in the past and want to continue to try or if you did get into the school of your choice and you want to go back to your resident school or if you want to try a different school then you would go through that same process during that window each year okay so just to make sure i'm understanding the basics correctly this process again just to uh, reiterate is for residents within our boundaries that would be attending an SVUSD school already. Um, it's a lottery process and it doesn't matter when I turn my application in within that window period. It's not a first come first serve. At the end of that window, you collect all those numbers and at random draw numbers and those are who gets to transfer and who doesn't. And I don't need to provide a reason as to why I am requesting the transfer. Did I kind of get the nuts and bolts of it right? That's, that's correct. One thing that I want to clarify, I might have, um, misspoken or not be wasn't clear on the on the last uh section i answered is if you want to return to your resident school if you have successfully choiced out you have to wait until the end of that school year that you choiced to return to your resident school and you don't have to choice back to your resident school you once you've gotten your application approved for a different school you are now that school's student and you have to finish out that school year at that school, then you can return to your resident school, but you don't have to complete a choice process to return to your resident school for the following year. Okay, so again, just using some two real world examples, we'll stick with our same two schools, make sure I understand this correctly. I am a Portola parent, that's where my student's supposed to go. However, I've choiced my student to Valencia, and let's say we're now at February, and I decide, you know what, I actually want my student to come back to De Portola. I actually have to wait out at Valencia for the rest of the year. My student would have to be there, enroll there the rest of the year. And then over summer, I could come back to De Portola, but there's no process to have that happen. It's just, if that's my resident school, that's where I'm going to go back to. That's correct. Do uh, Does the parent need to notify the district at that point, or they just deal with the front offices of both schools and they work that out? Yeah, uh, the school would just, it's fine for the parent to go to the school or the district office and say, I'd like to return back to my resident school, because regardless, the district office, or at least my office, we'll have to communicate with the homeschool so we can code it correctly on, on their child's ARIES demographics page. Okay, and again, that's the student services office Correct. at the district offices. Okay, fantastic. All right, so do you want to go ahead and give us those dates? I know you gave us the secondary dates, but do you want to give us the uh, one more time for our listeners of when this window process opens and closes? Yes, so for secondary, the window is January 6th through February 7th, and the window closes at 4.30 p.m., and again, that's for 7th through 12th grade, and it closes. And I'm sure it's pretty promptly at 4.30 you guys yes. uh, close that, right? Okay. And then for elementary, it's immediately after on February 10th through March 6th, and again, closing at 4.30 p.m. Okay, so really important for our listeners that are interested in this process, please, please, please note that there are two different windows dependent on what grade your student is, if they're in elementary or secondary. For additional information, you can go to www.svusd.org, and from there you can navigate to the Student Services Division, and they will have a lot of detailed information on this whole process. Um, And then just looking ahead, I know we are not talking about district-to-district transfers, but when does that, we're not going to get into that in this podcast, but just in case our listeners maybe are interested in that process, does that happen after this school choice process is completed? That's correct. So if we're looking at the next school year, so for 2020-2020, 2021. The process for applications between districts is always the first week of April is when that application process begins. Um, 
between uh, Orange County districts. Okay, and we may call you back here, Dr. Duzon, to explain that process once we're done with school choice, just to not muddy the waters and confuse our listeners. Uh, this, again, this process that we've discussed all uh, throughout this podcast is for within SVUSD only. There will be a separate process and time period for between district transfers. And we'll call you back in here so you can help uh, explain that to our listeners as well. Is there anything else you want to share while you're still here with us? Is there anything else you'd like to share about the process? Maybe some common questions that you've received. Maybe you've already gotten to those. Or is there any other additional information you want to add? Um, I just want to share that sometimes parents may uh, not recognize not easily recognize on the application that you are allowed to put your top three choices for school choice. So you have your your first choice school and then the application has two additional spots for a second choice and a third choice school. If you do not get into your first choice, you're automatically put into your second choice school and then also your third choice school if you don't get into your second choice school. And one thing on the application before it is submitted, it, is re- it requires the, the applicant or the parent to acknowledge that once they hit submit, they are giving up their spot at their resident school if they get into their school of choice. So there is no de-choicing or changing your mind. Oh, that's really important. We didn't touch on that. So if I did choice and I got into either choice one, two, or three, then I'm going to one of those schools. I am no longer going to be allowed to enroll in my resident school for that school year. Is that correct? Yeah, if you get into one of those three schools, but it will obviously go in order of first, second, to third. Right. So we obviously, I'm assuming that's just to not, inc- you know, we need to make sure we know who's going where and we don't, we need to have a certain certainty, I guess you will, as to wh- how this will all play out. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, correct. All right. So that's really important to note. Don't fill out the application and don't go through the process if you're not going to be willing to go to that school, because that's an important note right there, that if you do go through this process and get into one of your three choices, then you will be going to that school. Your student will be going to that school, not to their residence. Right, because we have to account for certain space available at site. So if you give up your spot, that also leaves a spot open for another student that might have applied for choice to take your child's spot at your residence school. Okay, that makes sense. That's logical. So just really important. This is an important process. So it's not one of those where, oh, I think I might be interested. Let me put my name in the hat and then I'll make a decision after I find out if I got in or not. Because once you find out if you've gotten in, that's where your student's going. That's correct. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. That's a really important point. Uh, anything else, Dr. Design, you wanted to share? No, that's it. Uh, thank you for taking the opportunity to have me on the podcast to uh, share a little bit more information regarding the school choice intra-district process. If there's any questions, uh, we have an email uh, that you may submit any questions or comments to. It's student services at svusd.org and we do a pretty good job of getting back to any types of um, questions or or comments regarding uh, the the school choice process through that venue and you can also call the district office and ask for uh, the school choice inter-district hotline number and we will get back to you as well. Okay, great. So now that we've spoken with Dr. Dizon, what we're going to be doing in the next few podcasts is taking an in-depth look at our four comprehensive high schools, and we'll also be speaking to our Director of Elementary Education, Yvonne Essling, who's going to give us an insight to uh, give us some insight into some of our newer innovative programs that we have at the elementary level at different sites here in SVUSD. So please stay tuned uh, in the next few weeks to hear those episodes. We hope you've enjoyed this new platform we've debuted here 
here in the fall of 2019, uh, the Saddleback Valley Shares podcast, and that you're finding it beneficial and are able to get an in-depth look at some important topics uh, around SVUSD. On behalf of the Board of Education and all of us here at SVUSD, I want to wish you happy holidays and a very happy uh, new year. We will see each other, or maybe not see each other, we'll speak to each other in 2020. Thank you.